Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's nothing. Okay. I'm just kind of making some like some elevator music in the meantime, you know. Yeah. Ba, ba, just kind of waiting. Jeez. Wait it out. Okay, you ready? Whenever you are. Don't 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 let's start. This is the worst part. Who believe for all the world that you are my precious little girl? I've got a weak heart and I don't get around how you get around. Oh, hi. I'm Becca. Pronouns Is that the take? Is that what we're going with? I'm Josie. Pronouns also they, them. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. This is by the cover. It's uh, a podcast, a deep dive into Amazon book review culture. Culture? Um, and, um, we have, we have a very special announcement we to make on the podcast. do. Time to share a little bit of our, our personal lives. You know, I like to keep, uh, I like to keep myself separate uh-huh. from my art. Um, uh-huh. but at the same time, I feel like we owe it to our listeners to let them know about like the new things uh-huh. happening in our life, you know, uh-huh. the, the new and exciting things uh-huh. happening in, in our life. Uh-huh. Um, Anyway, uh, so Beck and I are engaged now. Oh, I don't want to do this. No? No, I don't. I want to okay. restart the podcast. Okay, let's restart it then. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, that's okay. Hi, I'm Becca. Pronouns they, them. And I'm Josie. Pronouns they, them. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. It's by the cover. A podcast. A deep dive into Amazon book review culture. Yeah. And you know... I wanted to open up today's episode uh, to talk about something a little personal to me and my life. <sighs> no, I I don't. No, I don't. I, I do gonna, not. I wasn't going to do that. I okay. Was gonna, I was going to make a different joke. I'm sorry. You want to restart? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. Pronouns? No, sorry. I just need a moment. Yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> Hi. I'm Becca, pronouns they, them. And I'm Josie, pronouns they, them. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. It's uh, it's by the cover. A podcast. It's a special podcast for special people. We do uh, deep dives in Amazon <laughs> book review culture. <laughs> and um, I recently passed level 200 on a, a very fun app called Piffle. 
Nice. Um, Congrats. I mean, you're out, you're past level three hundred, so you don't have to you don't have to act like this is no, such a big deal. But it's, it's a, a good big, thing. It's, it's nice. a big it's a fun deal game. for me. You know, um, like I you take, take little, little little cat balls. Person in um, your cat suit and help them get their dog and their cat suit back. Um. Also, someone just added me as a friend on Snapchat that I have no idea who they to, are. To which I would say, like, if you just want a dog in a cat suit, just get a cat get and a train cat. them to be like a dog. Train them to be like a dog. It our, worked for us. Our cat plays tug of war just like every other cat does out there. Uh, our cat plays fetch also just like every fetch. other cat like in the world. Doesn't want to go on walks, though, and that's a pretty big difference. Yeah. Um, we've tried to take her out one time, and she just... Hated it. Screamed. Hated it. Hated us. Um, Are you ready for a podcast? I think I am ready for. Are you ready for a podcast? Yes. Yes. Is this like like a ready to rumble? I don't know. It felt like a moment. But on this quarter of the table, (laughs) was it? Was it not? Um, Mo Mo Willems. Mo Willems. Don't let the pigeon drive the bus. Ugh. That's right. Such a cute. Book. From the mouth of babes, a hundred children's been hitting books. The mouth just, of babes. We're gonna get through all a hundred children's books, um, and then I'll and then I'll start be satisfied again. Um, but uh, but yeah, don't let the pigeon drive the bus. Words and pictures by Mo Willems, three thousand five hundred ninety four reviews. Product description. Are you ready to have a product described to you? Hmm. When a bus driver, when a bus driver takes a break <laughs> from his route, a very unlikely volunteer springs up to take this, his place a pigeon. This feels like you're gearing up for like one of those like car commercials where they're like, get a get a ram get, dodge. get over to get over to Ford Ford Waco today. Uh, but you've never met one like this before. As as the pigeon again. Be clear, the pigeon is trying to ride the bus, to drive the bus. Trying to drive the bus. As he pleads, wheedles, and begs his way through the book, children will love being able to answer back and decide his fate. Yeah, I love it. Decide his fate, though. So there's an absolutely adorable... So so we, we read these books to my baby sister when mm-hmm. we she was of a book being read to her age. Um, uh, that time in every young person's life. Um, and of course, like you're supposed to tell the pigeon no, but there is a moment in the second book where it's like, don't let the pigeon stay up late. And so the pigeon's trying to beg to stay out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one moment where he brings out the stuffed rabbit that they have and says, you wouldn't say no to bunny, would you? And of course it's supposed to trick the child into being like, no, I wouldn't say no to Bunny. And my sister full just like stopped and like processed. And then she smiled and said, yes, I would. <laughs> and it was Terrible. great. It was so good. Um, I, I feel First like, time. Got it right. I, I feel like those are just vastly different issues of like, to stay up a little bit later like okay <laughs> like wanting to drive a bus though like that's a pretty big deal you don't know the pigeon might get it my <laughs> pigeon might do a great job uh in his hilarious picture book debut popular cartoonist mo willems perfectly captures a preschooler's temper tantrum meltdown 
our very first review. Yes. From the United States. Yes. And most specifically from Grandma Zizzy. Yes, Grandma Zizzy. Grandma Zizzy, we we all know, top contributor of Baby. Baby. Um, gives four stars. I don't think she's contributing the baby anymore. <laughs> she contributes to grandbaby. Okay. Now your child's in charge. How will children react to the pigeon's <laughs> pleas, bribes, and demands when they're the boss? <laughs> you're the boss, kid. Hey, kid. Uh, you're the boss, baby. Like you know, the like iconic DreamWork movie. Boss, baby. What really drew me to this book other than the fact that it's a Caldecott Honor Award winner, was knowing the author, Mo Willems, has been a Sesame Street writer and animator, and I have so much respect for the value of that show in finding fun and thought-provoking ways to teach youngsters. By showing them a, a, a poor neighborhood in New York. Though we're giving this book to our two-year-old grandson on his birthday... I wish I'd had it when I was a full when I was full time babysitting our four and a half year old grandson <laughs> at that age. Just love him to pieces, all that spunk and fire. But <laughs> out of our three grandsons, most obnoxious grandkid we've helped raise. He's the one who seemed to be pushing the limits from day one. <laughs> this is an interactive type of book. Beginning with a bus driver telling your child that he has to leave for a bit, asking that your child keep an eye on things. I just have a question. There's already bad judgment happening in this book. <laughs> the, the, the man leaves a child in charge of the bus, presumably in the middle of his shift, which, like, you know, bus drivers probably deserve more breaks than they get. But... I just terrific, terrific setup all around. Yeah, here let's actually we're gonna do a quick little, quick R- little ra- play? Ra- radio pre- play. Yeah, radio like, pray. <laughs> like Mister, I need to get to to Times Square as fast as possible, please. <laughs> no worries, kid. But first, I gotta take a leak. So Wait, no, sir. I think we're in the middle of a very large nope, suite. Nope, no issues at all. I'm gonna go use. The public bathroom that's in the middle of this street, I guess. Oh, shoot. Uh, but if you can just watch it, make sure that no one, especially no pigeon. I have to go see the, the Oh, my God. I'm going to o'clock. Role play over. <laughs> and see, like, this is how it would go. Like, what kid would be waiting around with a pi- for, for a pigeon to come along and try to drive? <laughs> More like, than that, like, the pigeon comes along and is like, hey, yeah, kid, I'll give you five hey, cents hey, if you let kid, me drive this bus. Give you a dollar. Uh, uh, above all, don't let the pigeon drive the bus. The bus driver already knows that a pigeon driving the bus might be. This is like an everyday occurrence with this thing. Like, yeah. This is like a fey curse. Now, what child isn't going to be immediately drawn into a book that puts him slash her in charge? Could say them. Them. Throughout the book, with very simple, pale illustrations, not a lot of busyness on each page, the pigeon looks directly at and gazes into your soul to your child, using all of the methods of pleading to get your little person to give in to letting him drive <laughs> the bus that he slash she 
could say they might typically use to try to get his slash her way <laughs> with there. you. I.e., please, I never get to do anything. How about if I give you five bucks? <laughs> no fair, etc. Uh, I'd rather pigeon drive a bus for five dollars if it's not my bus. The pigeon finally. I resorts. do. Let me get off the bus first, though. <laughs> I'm gonna need to get out of here real quick. The pigeon finally resorts to throwing a physical and verbal tantrum. Quote: Let me drive the bus, and then sulks when he's still not allowed to. The driver returns, thanks your child, and then it ends with a big semi-trailer arriving. The pigeon eyeing it and saying. Hey, ready to begin the whole scenario again, as children will do. <laughs> this is a silly little book where it'll be interesting to watch your child's reaction to having the tables turned. The tables have turned. Oh, Grandma, you're always oh. trying to trick me. Oh, Grandma Zizzy, you're always using books to try to teach me a lesson. Um, <laughs> Grandma Zizzy's book corner would be cute. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, Marcy Winograd gives one star. Mean-spirited. You Winograd. I, I would not read this to my grandson. Oh. Very different kind of grandma over here, Grandma Marcy <laughs> Grandma Winograd. Marcy doesn't agree with Grandma Zizzy. She's not cool. I bought this book on a friend's recommendation, also figuring it was an award winner. But after receiving it and reading it twice, I was bewildered as to why such a mean-spirited book, one in which the an only answer is no, 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 to a poor pigeon who wants to drive a bus, would ever receive applause. Is it me or the book? Well, existential <laughs> crisis going on here. I felt bad for the pigeon who so longed to take control of the bus, to have an ounce of power over the direction of things. <laughs> what? <laughs> One ounce of power. I just want control. I'm a pigeon. Uh, and would never, ever, never read this to my little grandson. It's like teaching a kid to take joy in another being's sorrow and disempowerment. What's what, the deal? What's the what? disempowerment of telling a, a, a freak? You're disempowering the pigeon. I can't. I can't. Not allowed to drive. Why is this book popular? I don't get it. Because it's absurd. I I think that could be it. I think it's maybe the absurd parts of it that is what you're supposed to like. But Mar Marcy does not approve. Marcy does not agree with that at all. Uh, it's not like you're like, hey, pigeon, get off the bus or I will put thumb screws in your wings. Like, what's going on? Uh, it does. It does actually seem like that, though, for Marcy. It does seem like you are actually causing this fictional pigeon extreme amounts of pain. Amazon Shopper 61 gives four stars. Good book, but the pigeon tastes delish to cats. What? Not sure what it is, but the page attracts my cat. I have many other books, and my cat has never chewed the pages of any of them. This book was left out a couple times. At first, I thought it was my toddler ripping the pages. Then I caught my cat eating the page one day. If you have pets, just be careful they don't eat the pages out. I just have to make sure that this book is put away every time or else it gets eaten. 
Never had this issue with any other book, and my child has hundreds of books. Other than that, cute story, but it is now missing some pages. <laughs> pages as eaten by a cat. Um, let's see. I have a few more. If you would, if you would like to hear, give me more. a few more. Um, let's see. We don't need to do this one three star one, but we can certainly do Alana Cat's Minx four star. <laughs> Wanted to like this more. We saw the kids musical. Alana Cat's Muraset. Yeah. We saw the kids musical and it was so awesome. I bought the book. It was kind of a letdown after the musical. I am keeping it. The musical? The musical. Yeah, apparently. I am keeping it so we remember the musical but otherwise would return. The Don't let the pigeon meh. drive the bus. I have to go. Leave the bus right now. What Gonna do a dance number cuz I Leaving. Bye. Um it's a musical. Um, mom three one zero three gives two stars. A very real mom. Uh, very disappointed. I love Mo Willems, but this but oh. is extremely uh, confusing. But this but is extremely confusing is what that says. Instead of dialogue between two or more characters, the pigeon basically thinks out loud the whole time. It ends up feeling like a strange monologue. Sadly, this doesn't live up to the other books. I don't think Mom 3103 understood what this book was doing. It's very Hamlet-esque, honestly. It's a a bit of a soliloquy, if you will. (laughs) Uh, I don't like that this pigeon's having an existential crisis over not being allowed to drive this bus. Marie S. uh, will end with, gives five stars, my toddler's favorite. My 2.5-year-old loves, loves, loves this book. He enjoys the interaction. And what kid doesn't like yelling, no, our go-to gift for birthdays. Love the mathematically accurate name. 2.5, Like age, yes. Um, I also enjoy that it's the go-to gift for birthdays because I like to think that it, that includes this child where they, they just, just get new. They get the same to get book. a new a new copy of the same book every year. <laughs> like, Mom, I can literally tile a wall with the number of books that I have. I am thirty-two. It's not been around long enough for somebody to tile no, their wall no, who's thirty-two. You but... are my two point five year old. <laughs> I no, Mom. Mom, it's Mom, been many it's years too since then. Mom, please. Only thirty months old. Um. Anyway, if you want this network to make enough money that we could tile a wall with, with Mo Williams's yeah. uh, "Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus," please listen to these ads and f- support these sponsors.
Yo, 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 if you want the fresh live hip-hop in the fresh live hip-hop feed, you got to come to Rogue Media and listen to the Private Hip-Hop Podcast. And we're back. Here we are. Today, I have brought for us The Dog Who Knew Too Much, A Paws and Claws <laughs> Mystery by Krista the, the, Davis. The what now? The Dog Who Knew too much and i want to emphasize on the front of this cover there is it says a delicious recipes for owners and pets included wait is this a is this a cookbook i know it is a mystery novel i don't know where the cookbook where comes the delicious in. recipes are because yeah like it's playing off of like the spy movie the man who knew too much yes um but like i believe there then he is like becomes a target so like is the dog a target to be killed the whole book well let's read the description shall we let let let's when a famous pooch comes to wagtail for some downtime <laughs> in owner holly miller learns that murder never rests wait wait wait, wait. in owner like 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 a hotel in owner so yeah wagtail is like the inn and is this is an this like a for furry dogs? Book? No, it is like an inn for dogs. Okay, okay. If the dogs are not the main. Holly is a human. Okay, Holly is a human. Yes. Okay. That it's is just my that, impression. Like, a new dog is coming, and like didn't mention the human owners yes, of said yes, dog. Yes, yes. In owner Holly Miller learns that d- murder never rests in this all new paws and claws mystery in the New York Times best selling series. You get one book on that bestseller uh, list, and you get to call your whole series. Hell uh, yeah! Listen, winner, ride you? ride that success train to wherever you want to. <laughs> America's favorite dog comes to pet friendly Wagtail for some rest and relaxation, but Holly quickly discovers that this perfect pup is a total scamp who takes every opportunity to run off and misbehave. <laughs> During an outdoor treasure hunting game, the Star Dog and Trixie. Holly's beloved Jack Russell Terrier stumble across a dead body. Oh, no. Holly has more than murder to worry about, though, when a man shows up after reading an article featuring Trixie in a magazine and claims that he is the dog's rightful owner. Oh, no. Holly will need to prove that she is her pup's only parent and catch a killer to restore peace to her pet-loving happy place. So we've got a murdered body and a, uh, uh, what's it called? A guardianship battle. A guardianship battle. Um, as ever, I like to highlight the bestsellers ranks. I just think it's like a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it a lot lately, and so now I'm stuck doing it. Um, so n- this was number 66,330 in books, uh, number 211 in animal fiction, Number 2,265 in Cozy Animal Mysteries. It ranks higher in animal fiction in than it does in fiction, Cozy yeah. Animal Mysteries. It just feels like it feels like a tagging error to me that like there just must not be a lot of books that get categorized under animal fiction. Animal fiction, but apparently a, a lot of them in cozy animal mystery. And it is number 2986 in amateur sleuths. Um it's got a 4.7 out of 5 stars though, so it's it's highly rated. Pamalicious gave this 4 stars. Pamalicious. Pamalicious. Just a little flaw. 
Let me start by saying I love the Paws and Claws series. Every time I read an installment, I can picture the town of Wagtail. Sorry, Wagtail is a town. There's an inn that Holly owns, apparently. That's also called Wagtail. That's No, I think it is Wagtail, the town in which Holly owns a pet-friendly inn. Oh, okay. Okay. Perfectly in my mind. I love visiting it through the series. The mysteries are usually pretty tight, and I can usually not figure it out, which I love. The person killed in this book leaves behind a bunch of dogs, and all the dogs get along. But for some reason that's never really clear, Holly ends up with one of the dogs. You know, just until the will is figured out? What? Why? The dog clearly likes other dogs and gets along well with the furry crew at the inn. <laughs> Yet, what's... Yeah, yeah, no, this is definitely <laughs> not a furry book. You're right. <laughs> Yet, once the will is found, it states that this dog needs to be rehomed to an owner who has no other dogs. This dog must remain an only dog. This little bit of information is given over and over and over again, and yet it makes no sense. The dog loves other dogs. The dog lived in a home with other dogs. The whole storyline is contrived because, of course, we're all rooting for one particular character in the book to end up with a dog. I believe that's the only reason the author keeps hammering this point in, but I found it to be a complete distraction and an unnecessary plot point. It really irked me. I still give the story five, four stars because other than that little irritating matter that made absolutely no sense, the rest of the story is tight. And of course, Wagtail is a fun place to visit, even though for such a small place, there sure are an awful lot of murders. But of course, <laughs> that is always interesting, isn't it? The people are always like this. This town that I visit to through lovely. mystery books, like I would love to visit it without the murders that happen literally just, every week. Though how that could is you, interesting. How could you visit it? You would be murdered. Like you, your chances you would, of being murdered as the visitor to the town yeah, go new way people, up. New people coming to town, like you are either there to kill someone or to be killed, like or to uh, be framed for killing someone. So for killing, and then to become a recurring staple, a beloved friend, and then you become recruited book, by the town and. <laughs> Okay, I now I see the appeal. <laughs> but of course, if there weren't, we wouldn't have a series, would we? Why can't we just steal something? Like, mysteries can be any number of things. Someone doesn't need to be murdered in order for Every it to be a mystery. Time, yeah. It's definitely worth the read. And like me, I'm hoping you can overlook that one irritating little detail. One person found that helpful. It's such a specific way to leave a review is like, I loved it, except for this one thing, because I'm very, very smart, but I was able to look past it because it was enjoyable. But if you are like me and you notice small mistakes, which could be pretty big mistakes, if you think about it, could be could be pretty big mistakes. Um, but as long as you're not, you know, like me, you'll like this. Deus Mom gave us two stars. Deus Mom? Deus Mom. D-A-I-S Mom. Deus Mom. Just like hanging out on a big old, big, big old circle. Just chilling. This author can do better. A waste of money on this one. Absolutely ridiculous. Not even sure if it was meant for adults. Kept hoping for it to get better, but it never did. Well, Dan. Audrey that, Anderson. That, just very clear. Just feels like a one-star review to me, but what do I know? Audrey Anderson also gave us two stars. So-so. First time reading a book in this series, I'm going to admit my review may not be fair as I was distracted a lot. I listened on audio. 
felt like I was easily distracted because this book did not draw me in. Maybe it was not the book, but I was really not into it. Perhaps I'll try another in the series sometime. But on the other hand, if you take those low reviews and you contrast them against David S. Yoder's review, mm -hmm. which left five stars, another winner in the Paws and Claws series. When reviewing a book, the review... Oh, yes, yes. Definitely always <laughs> begin with your philosophy on writing reviews. <laughs> is often about the author. Mm -hmm. I really need the soundtrack for like... When... The, the, the ratatouille. Like... <laughs> the job the work, of a critic. The work of a critic, <laughs> yes. With like the violin underneath yeah. it. Uh, the review is often about the author. Since I enjoy every Krista Davis book slash story <laughs> that I have read, rating this book with a five stars is simple. However, trying to separate <laughs> praise for the author from praise for the storyline is very difficult. Mm -hmm. For the readers that have never read a Krista Davis story, I highly recommend this one. For those that have already read one or more of her stories, this is a must-read. Indeed, the entire storyline, starting with Murder, She Barked, should be read in sequence. That's such a reach! Murder, She Barked? Yeah, yeah, because of the TV show. It's such a reach. I it's think it's a big it's a it's rough for your first your first go at a at a pun based off of a murder mystery, I feel like. I also really like this other five star reviews by Katie Lynn. Mm -hmm. K D Lynn. Okay. Um five stars obviously. Uh, never a disappointment. I'm horrible at reviews and not very eloquent, nor great at giving proper concise synopsis. So why are you here? So I'll just say, I enjoy being introduced to such a unique community who, ca all, who care about and give focus to furry companions. I always enjoyed visiting cities, towns, and establishments, which allowed my best four-legged friend to accompany me, and they treated him like any valued customer. Piece this together with mystery. Uh, a pup, a pupstomer. A pupstomer. <laughs> Piece this together with mystery, family-like environment, and a budding romance, and you've got perfect ingredients for an excellent chef to whip up, much more than canned vittles. See, I told you I'm horrible at reviews and murder metaphors, LOL. <laughs> you didn't even make a murder metaphor. You made a chef metaphor. A can of, a can of vittles, like how you chop a person up. When you murder them, I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait to read Mrs. Da Miss Davis's next Paws and Claws installment. I feel like I read this too fast. I was so excited to visit the inn and its residents and friends. I've only heard so far about dogs, and I was promised paws as well as claws, and so I want to know where the cats are. Uh, well, sewer, sewer. That's sewer. Gave this five oh. stars. <laughs> that was just sewer. What a good book. As I sat here this morning, finishing this book with LMA, the klepto dog, and the new Ooh. addition to my fur baby family, kitty cat, cat with a K, AKA bugger, what? on either side of me. Kitty cat, also known as bugger? Bugger. Bugger. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, either one, not great. LMA, the klepto dog, and kitty cat, AKA bugger. Okay. 
On either side of me, I realized how much I had missed visiting with Holly and Oma. Thankfully, Ella May was with me instead of in Wagtown, or she would have been dog-napped. <laughs> what? With two missing dogs, a high-profile pooch, two murders, and long, dark histories kept in the dark. Long, dark <laughs> histories kept in the dark. They're kept in the dark. Why didn't they just hire this person for the synopsis? <laughs> two murders and... Sorry, this book will hold your interest until the very end. I just hope my next visit won't take so... Exclamation point, Ong. Be sure... <laughs> Be okay. sure to visit when you can. I know you will enjoy your stay. Uh, oh. I just think it's deeply funny that like Sue R has put LMA into the story and is just worried about her being dog napped, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a Scooby Doo like episode about dog being kidnapped. Yeah, there uh Scooby looks like a very fancy show dog, I believe. That they're worried about getting getting kidnapped, getting dognapped, as twere. Um, so. I've got a bit of a long view. If you don't mind, let's hit it up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's gonna give. We're gonna give our reader listeners a little bit of extra content today. Uh, genre minx reviews. Genre minx reviews. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Four stars. A nice whodunit filled with twists and turns. In the dog who knew too much, things were hopping for Holly Miller as her adorable Jack Russell Terrier, Trixie, had recently received some national attention. Trixie had her moment of fame as a cover model when she was featured on the cover of Dog Life magazine. You don't say that she was on the cover of something as a cover model. It's, you know, sometimes <laughs> you gotta you gotta be extra clear, because I wouldn't have caught that this gave trixie some notoriety <laughs> and not only did the sugar maple inn have attention because of the magazine article oh the sugar maple <laughs> inn but holly and oma were also to be hostesses to america's favorite dog pippin with everything that was taking place holly only saw good things in her future but little did she know that the article she had hoped would bring good publicity to the inn in reality brought a very bad man into her life I do, I do appreciate the simplicity, though, sometimes that these stories have, where it's like, new man in, in town, bad, evil immediately. Any, any new man, just instantly, no. A man who is insistent that Trixie belonged to him. Also, Pippin, as adorable and rascally as he was, brought with him an entourage of drama with characters who were not everything that they appeared to be. We with, have dark histories kept in the dark. Dark histories kept in the dark. With guests to entertain dog guests to entertain and dogs to pamper, Holly decided to keep her spirits up and focus on what really mattered. A treasure hunt. It wasn't until pooches started disappearing and Trixie found a dead body that Holly decided that for the good of the community, <laughs> she needed to get to the bottom of what was, what was taking place in Wagtail. It's always, it's always like this random character. Who's like, I need to do this because I'm the only one in what, town. What, where's the detective department? Like, like <laughs> the detective department. Yeah, every small town yeah. has their like detective department. <laughs> Not affiliated with the police in any way. I want to be clear. Yeah, you know, every town has a collection of roaming detectives. 
Uh, I think it'd be very fun to to be a licensed uh, private investigator. Do you? I think it could be very fun. I think you'd wind up getting like kind of the same type of job. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just like the movies affecting my brain or whatever, but like, is this man cheating on me? What is my daughter doing with that yeah. person? I get to be super nosy about people's business. What if you find out something that you ethically feel like you can't report? Like the reason why your wife isn't home a lot is because she's trying to flee you. Um, then I would help her. That's fair. With the help of some old friends and new. I could be like a vigilante private investigator. This is a great idea. No one ever come up with an idea <laughs> like this before. A rogue private investigator yeah, like who just follows the their right like thing. passions. Yeah, and like, but is also in it for the money. And like, maybe I have but like right super up until strength They discover well. like what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then I could like. Like a woman def- teaches them to like, be good. I could like defend my city or uh-huh. something. Yeah. Yeah. You could be like a defender. Call yourself the defender. With the help of some old friends. It's and a new. Jessica Jones reference. <laughs> it's a Jessica Jones thing. With the help. Ooh, you look cute as Jessica Jones. As Jessica Jones, yeah. I think so. Yeah, okay. With the help of some old friends and new, Holly found herself on the trail of a killer that was determined to find... <laughs> trail of the ki- trail of a killer. A killer determined to fart all over her dogs. <laughs> And was determined to figure out what was truly taking place in her beloved town. Even though the story is the sixth installment in the Paws and Claws mystery series, I had no issues reading it as a standalone. The setting was tricky, and I loved imagining the town of Wagtail with its shops and animal-centered focus. It seems like a niche economy. Seems like a bit too much of a niche economy. But if everyone in town owns uh, owns a pet, you know? Yeah. Like, it seems like you don't really move to Wagtown unless you have a pet, maybe. <laughs> the pacing of the... You, you literally are not allowed. That's actually, yeah, it's a part of the citizenship test is how long have you had your pet? The pacing of the story is nicely done. Fast to keep the action going, but slowed down when emphasis was needed. There were subplots within this book that were weaved very well into the overall story and led me on a delightfully merry chase. If you love cozy mysteries with adorable furry characters... I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Let's make sure that we capture that audio, turn it into Uh, like mix it on into its own beat eventually. No. Maybe get. I want to actually get one of those uh, like percussion boards, you know, and I would love to have that sound. Yeah. Uh, Great. Anytime I need just a beat. (laughs) (laughs) Beat, 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 beat. If you love cozy mysteries with adorable furry characters, as well as a whodunit filled with twists and turns, then The Dog Who Knew Too Much is a story that you will enjoy. This review is based on a complimentary book I received from Berkeley Berkeley Prime Crime. Yes! Little disclaimer real quick. I don't want to get into any legal trouble over this review. This review is based on a complimentary book I received from Berkeley Prime Crime. It is an honest and voluntary review. The complimentary receipt of it is in no way affecting my review or rating. Three people found this helpful. (laughs) I just, I love it so much. I chose to do this. It was my own free will. I also got a free book. Please don't sue me. Please do not sue me. Um, but yeah, no, I I I enjoyed that because I feel like it's different than the usual wording. Um, Berkeley cr- Prime Crime is Berkeley apparently Prime like crime, yeah. specifically for people who seem to focus in mystery review. I imagine a cozy mystery actually sounds like a great genre 
uh, of book because it like you get all the high stakes that like you're wanting from like a drama because it is just like a murder but at the same time it's cute and pleasant and everything is nice increasingly i am learning that like if you have if you have a book in your soul a a book you know like like a cozy book in your soul and it feels like it's too niche or too genre don't worry there will be people who will read it and be like, this is my favorite book series. I love that every single thing is about dogs. I love dogs. This is the best thing that's ever happened. And so I, I just think that's really nice. Um, and uh, yeah. And you know what else I think is nice? This podcast? This podcast and Rogue Media Network for for having us on the, the network. Being a part of... But part of the family. Part of the family. Um, the extended family. We're like the cousin that comes to dinner <laughs> and is like, "Hey, I got some ideas <laughs> for you." Are we the gay cousin? We are the gay cousin, I think. Actually, <laughs> of the Rogue Media Network. Other than that, we've got some other gays on there. It's um, true. A gay or two. Um, <laughs> we're not that special. Um, thank you to Mike, who is very special for bringing to us. so many things together, including this podcast. We really wouldn't have a good podcast. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> Without Mike. Um, certainly not this one. Um, thank you to They Might Be Giants for our theme song, Don't Let's Start. Uh, they wrote it especially for us. They wrote it especially for us. We commissioned it from They Might Be Giants. It's, it's um, a, we're incredibly a piece. powerful. Um, thank you, thank you to the listener. That's not true. I just want to be clear. Yeah, no, it's not a bespoke piece. It's just a song that they let us use. Um, thank you to the listener for being here. Y'all are the best. I can't believe you listened to our podcast. But you're still here. But it's amazing. Um, good for you. It's a great show. Um, thank you to you, Becca. Oh, thank you, and thank you to you, Josie. Um, this has been a, a podcast called By the Cover. Uh, a deep dive into Amazon book review culture. And now... Let's take a deep dive into one particular book. The Hogue. Tammy Hogue's Dark Horse, the drug book edition. From page 64, because 63 was blank, and I already did that bit. <laughs> Be at home in the middle of the day. I would have been much happier. I would also have been much happier <laughs> if I were home in the middle of the day. <laughs> I really that one really does it speaks to that me. That one it resonates to me. The outro music is going while we talk. Oh now, yeah, now no, the totally show's over. The show's over now. This has been a Rogue Media podcast. <laughs> <laughs>